0: Hey everybody, this is Adam, host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Just wanted to give you a heads up about a new thing we're doing. It's called Unpops Every Day, a daily news podcast hosted by yours truly. I'm Adam Todd Brown. You already know that. On Unpops Every Day, we talk about just about everything except Trump, because goddamn do we talk about Trump a lot on this podcast. We are a podcast after all. But on Unpops Every Day, it's just me and all the Unpops guests and hosts you know and love riffing on the news stories of the day, as podcasts also tend to do. It's a whole lot of fun, and you can have it for free. Go to iTunes, SoundCloud, Google, wherever you get your podcasts, and look up Unpops Every Day, and hit that subscribe button, and you'll get four fresh new episodes of Unpopular Opinion every single week and it won't cost you a dime. But you can always go to patreon.com unpops and throw us a dollar or two to show your appreciation if you wanted to do that. Otherwise, subscribe to Unpops every day, leave us a good rating and review, and we're square. Let's get to the show. Thanks. We love you.
1: El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación.
0: Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion, i'm your host adam todd brown i used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places and i would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions then i'd come on this show to defend those opinions but now i don't really do any of that shit i just do a whole bunch of shows joining me today she is a fantastic comic who you've definitely heard on the podcast a time or two before we're so happy to have her here again today ladies and gentlemen Go see her tell jokes sometime if you get the chance. Katie Merriam. Also joining me. She has also been on the show a time or two. She is also a fantastic comic who you should also go see tell jokes sometime if you have the chance. Ladies and gentlemen, always happy to have her on the show. Madison Shepherd. And Vanessa Gritton is my co host. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion, God damn it. How's everybody doing?
2: Great. Hey, what? <laughs> what? Oh. We, is that where we were literally supposed to
0: talk uh, yeah oh. yeah that's how I, d- I dive right the fuck into it that was madison shepherd hi it's me <laughs> thank you for the band-aid i really appreciate you're it you're welcome i'm sorry
2: i sound like danielle perez with this voice i'm just catching a cold sorry <laughs> i cut
0: myself last night using an absurdly large knife to cut a very small piece of meat why oh. because i was drunk <laughs> well forgive you you know yeah. what i mean Katie Merriam's here. How are you
3: doing? I'm good. I want to hear more about this meat. What kind was it?
0: Summer sausage. Oh, that sounds good. Anyone <laughs> Is everyone familiar with summer sausage? I'm impressed that I you like,
3: summer sausage. ate it. Like like you cut it. You didn't
1: just take a bite out of it. Right.
0: Uh, well, it was getting down to that part where you just peel it like an orange and start eating it. Yeah, yeah. that little wrapper
1: part at the end yeah. where it looks like a little butthole. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> the butthole part.
3: Yeah. It is a butthole. Have you seen them made?
0: <laughs> seen what?
3: Made sausages. I mean, it's essentially no. a
0: butthole. Oh. Or you could say it's a yeah, no
3: belly button, but
0: I don't want to see any of that. <laughs> and joining me as guest co host today, I'm Brett. Vanessa Gritton. Yay! Vanessa, how yeah. are you doing?
1: I'm great. Hit how it. Are you ah, damn it! I tried you to pass know it on. The hardest
0: part of the show for me is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life when all I really want to do talk about what I've been up to since last week. And that's why we call the segment this week in me. I
1: wanted to push the button. That as guest ho ho I thought that meant I got to push the button, I woke up.
0: Maybe next time.
1: I put on my I get to push a button moisturizer. Well, like I real, I gave myself a mantra. Have, like I
0: was ready to push the button. You don't have push the button moisturizer, don't it's You therapy. don't know her life? Uh-huh. Yeah. I know that part. I know that I know that doesn't exist.
1: I put on a special perfume. No, I didn't. But I had. I did moisturize. I did wake up and get ready and amped to push the button. I thought I had a new response with my injury.
0: I should have let you actually because <laughs> yeah. I still kind of botched it, and it was just because
1: not as bad as the last time. I'm all we dinged recorded up. together. Sausage injuries.
0: Yeah. Sausage related. Sausage related catastrophes exactly. in my life. So how are you doing, Vanessa?
1: I'm good. Uh, I. Uh, all of my gigs are winding down at the same time, so I'm starting to get some sleep, and uh, Travis came over yesterday and restrung my guitar, because he's teaching me how to play. So,
0: Oh, adorable.
1: What? I know! How old are you? Thirteen? I'm thirteen. Uh he's he's basically my fun uncle that comes over and uh teaches me how to play Buffalo Springfield on the guitar.
2: Wait a minute, can we start the metal band we were supposed to We're supposed to like what ska metal?
1: Yeah Exactly What? What? (laughs) We're just making shit up right now. Madison I stay with us. Uh (laughs) I've vowed to take her to a ska concert
0: at some point. Oh I'm sorry. Yeah. That's too bad. <laughs> I think Vanessa has <laughs> vowed to take me to a ska concert, <laughs> and I have always said, nay. I'm taking <laughs> to a ska show, a
1: and I'm taking you to a hockey game.
0: I've been to a hockey game, so... Not with me. No, that's true. Exactly. I went to an LA Kings playoff game a couple years ago <laughs> in uh, Portugal, the man's manager's box. I hate you. And it was... I hate you. Very fucking nice. Why would
1: you say that to me?
0: <laughs> I, you know... It was fun. That's all.
1: Okay. Well, my my $15 tickets are also fun.
0: The game was fine. No, I still want to go. I like watching (laughs) hockey in person. I just hate it on television and uh, in general, I
1: guess.
0: (laughs) Hey, what are we talking about today? Definitely not hockey. Why the fuck would I dedicate an episode to some shit like that?
1: I've actually been (laughs) chomping at the bit for this specific topic. Like I've been sending you the articles as it happens. We're talking about Nexium.
0: Nexium, the heartburn medication.
1: Yeah, it's exactly that. It has the same name, right? Am I wrong in that? It's pronounced it?
0: the same, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not spelled the same. That's a made up spelling. Yeah, that's, the way they uh, spell That spelling is some name. bullshit. You yeah. spell it the way like
1: letters. hipster girl band spell names. It looks like a Roman. I'm not going to
2: lie. It looks <laughs> like my Cardi B tattoo. Let's just be honest. Oh my God, totally Madison's does. in Nexium. We'll put. <laughs> <laughs> Madison is in Nexium. We'll, you we'll, have will <laughs> We'll put it on uh, some some patreon i don't know. i just decided this you can put it on the page (laughs) bonus material because it's not really on my instagram i don't know why i whisper it was weird hi i'm still talking hey how's it going i have a lot of cold medicine in my body nice (laughs) i have a cardi b tattoo that is about the song get up they knock me down nine times but i get up ten hi i'm trash
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know very many cardi b songs well now you know this one because i'm old on wow. our next road
1: trip, that's what I'm gonna be blasting the entire. I mean, I, I
0: know some. I just uh, I don't know like album cuts and shit like that. I know, but I'm gonna I have her lift you is. up.
1: She lifts you up. Yeah,
0: oh. she does. Well, Didn't that'll be. be- That'll be nice. Exactly. Yeah, Was there
3: some news with her? Didn't she get in an altercation? Like, she yeah. threw a shoe at Nicki Minaj.
1: After my heart, somebody, she got
0: elbowed in the goddamn eyes. Yeah, what by Nicki's uh, fucking security, security guard. Security. Yeah. yeah. She As, had a big old shiner.
1: Yeah. As someone that frequently has to deal with people not believing me when passive aggressive bitches say shit, but they don't want to start something, watching the woman finally start the thing made me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Uh, Oh God! Do I wish I could just throw elbows? Listen. Yeah, I'm right. not
0: here to take sides, though. You're not it's supposed to push thing.
2: hood bitches to their
1: limit. <laughs> you can't.
2: Look, she's a Which real one hood is? bitch, yeah.
0: uh, Cardi. Okay. Uh, she's truly. The I hottest. would
2: say
3: Nikki would probably say the same thing about herself. No,
2: Nikki hangs out. Nikki <laughs> made a song recently with a convicted pedophile and tried to. He's just. convicted? Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? and her, her brother tried, and the that? dude she did the song with. Um, 69. Her, 69. Yes. And um, <clears> her, You <throat> See, right. I'm, too, I'm too
0: old. No what a, keeps what an on. unfortunate name for a pedophile rapper.
2: <laughs> oh, it's all over his face. <sighs> and then fucking Nicki Minaj's brother is literally in jail right now for uh, raping his stepdaughter. And she wanted to speak as a Whoa. character witness at his trial, but they thought her celebrity would throw the case. Because like fucking, What? Wow! I th- I've, Times up, Nicki Minaj. Fuck you, you. Yes, Nicki Minaj. Geez. I'm going on record. Jeez. Team Carly forever.
1: Yeah, and Carly's oh, yeah. thing was and that Cardi's Nicki 18, had been saying too. shit about her daughter, uh-huh. uh, which is why the best tweet I saw, and I wish I could credit this person, was somebody that tweeted, "Kids are off limits except for Nicki and her brother," <laughs> uh, and it was. Uh, <laughs> I love Twitter right now. Oh I'm gosh. so happy.
0: So Nexium. Nexium. (laughs) Sorry guys. (laughs) So Nexium, (laughs) the cult that Cardi B and Nicki Minaj were both in prior to their (laughs) (laughs) That's what yeah, that's what we're talking about today. I had no, I this is the first I've really looked into this. I've seen all the headlines and I've read a little bit about it. Mm. But it's just so much going on, man. So many other stories in the world. I haven't just hadn't gotten around to this one.
1: <sighs> well, but, this one didn't really gain traction until people saw that there was a celebrity that they knew attached to it. Right. Because Nexium mostly attracted a lot of women that came to Los Angeles that uh, had, you know, bigger dreams of being an actor or a singer or whatever. It wasn't until the actress that was in Smallville, I cannot remember her name. Alison Mack. Alison Mack was tied to it as a recruiter and is being tried for that.
0: Wow. She's like the number three. She's like the number two. Like when you get branded, her initials are on you. But we'll get what? to that. Yeah. It's, uh, Sh- as, as we mentioned earlier, it's pronounced Nexium, but it's spelled N-X-I-V-M because fuck these people. Yeah. So yeah. hard. They decided
1: yeah. a V could be used as a U.
0: Based in Albany, well, New like, York, <sighs> which that's weird.
3: Ancient uh, Latin, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. A misspelling
0: on the sewers of Rome. <laughs> 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 it's officially labeled as a multi-level marketing company but they are accused of being a recruiting platform for a cult operating within nexium called is it dos or dos i do think
1: to heard it pronounced dos because i but i feel like it might be dos since they're using latin spellings and pronunciations of yeah. things. i think they should call it sexium ha <laughs> in nexium <laughs> And I did the point, which is basically what makes that sound. Right. Uh, <laughs> what I found interesting is that it's basically marketed as an MLM, which is already basically a cult. Uh, yeah, that's already
0: a bad thing. Yeah. Like,
1: nobody's nobody's ever been part of Jamberry or like Sensi. Prepaid
2: legal. Or prepaid
1: legal <laughs> and things are going well. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: there, anytime, I've seen pages targeted at women that are trapped in L- MLMs that have the exact same warning signs as a gambler's anonymous page or as even like so now you're in a cult
3: yeah or like yeah. the the back of the uh toilets at the las vegas airport where <laughs> yeah. it's like if you're being sex trafficked,
1: call this number <laughs> yeah or if you're in an mlm <laughs> yeah
0: yeah they should have numbers for both it was it, it's founded by a man named ken or keith rainier is that how we're pronouncing that rainier? i think it's rainier rainier, oh, like, rainier. A, like a
2: surfer vampire yeah what a fucked-up, made-up name. I have a hard time believing that's his actual
0: name. Well, he prefers to be called Vanguard, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't mind. Just the unison vom. <laughs> he took an Amway marketing class in 1990.
4: Okay. And
2: that inspi- <laughs> That's as good as a Harvard business degree. Okay. If you're starting a
0: multi-level marketing company, yeah. yeah, exactly. And he used that as inspiration to start a company called Consumer's Byline in 1990. And the New York attorney general eventually accused him of running that company as a pyramid scheme. He denied any wrongdoing but signed a consent order agreeing to a permanent ban on, quote, promoting, offering, or granting participation in a chain distribution scheme. (coughs) By that point, he'd signed up at least 250,000 customers and was taking in $33 million a year. Why wouldn't you just stop there? Yeah. Right. That's a lot of money. You could just throw that in the bank. The interest is going to be a couple million a year. Just fucking stop. Why do you have to go start a sex cult? Because nobody's anybody until they have sex slips. Come on. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah that is a
2: marker of being very rich and powerful. <laughs> Hello, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Donald Trump, R. Kelly, Brian Singer. <laughs> yes, exactly. So many.
4: Right.
0: Yeah. I guess that's true. That, yeah, it yeah. is. It's a legit thing. Status symbol. So, we, even the so we're all out. shooting for sex cults yeah. at some point. <laughs> I mean, the,
1: I would like one where, like, I want to be the sex cult that isn't Planet Fitness but Crunch, where you can leave at any time.
2: <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Oh, you want a consenting sex cult? Yeah, yeah.
1: like very much. Just like we're on a month to month here. You can you can leave at any time. No it's branding. It's completely refundable at any point.
0: Right. You don't mm. charge them for the rest of the year or some exactly. shit. You know I'm what I mean? Flexible on the branding.
1: Branding optional. Like you could do the branding, or even if you could just wear a shirt with my face on it. Like I, both perfectly fine options. I'm sure that's
2: gonna be your merch in like. You two want years. people? <laughs>
0: I mean, what the fuck? You want people in your sex cult wearing your face on their shirts? Yeah,
3: I want my face on their underwear with an arrow pointing down, going, "This is mine."
0: <laughs> I would. Uh, I would want a tattoo. Like, I would want people to get a tattoo of (laughs) some sort.
1: Does it have to be representing you or just of anything?
0: Uh, My face would be good. Does anybody have an uh, Unpops-themed tattoo of your listeners? I don't think so, but I would like someone to get one now that I mention it. Fucking do it. Guys,
1: what are you waiting for? If you do it, I'll Postmates
0: you a pizza. That's all I can really offer. Yeah, why is my dog's face not on anyone's arm?
1: Hello. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: There's so many pictures of winter. Take one, put it on your goddamn arm for the rest of your life. You'll mm. never regret it. A winter on
1: your arm, a hit it bread on your butt?
0: Yes. Ah. Ah. That's perfect. <laughs> right? I don't want to see those ass pics, though. I, I do. do. <laughs> 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 yeah, we just fist bumps. That <laughs> was pretty great. <laughs> so in 1998, Rainier and Nancy Salzman founded Nexium. A company that offered quote executive success programs more like executive success programs.
1: Yeah, (laughs) 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 you hit the drum.
0: Yeah, (laughs) my favorite. So this group, like people, have known about this for a long time.
1: Yep, I've been seeing articles about it for about a year, two years now, and I usually send them. I usually send them to friends that I know that are fascinated with cult things just for some reason even though the articles has existed it hasn't gotten as much traction as other cult Yeah, I mean is have. this
3: like this the runner up to Scientology if you can't make it there then you try Nexium? <laughs> <laughs> is that what happens?
0: Yeah, Scientology still I was just watching a thing on the news this morning uh, I was watching the Today Show, because it's all I can tolerate in the mornings anymore. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it, they were interviewing a woman who was kicked out of Scientology for being gay.
3: Yeah. And, Ugh.
0: and yeah, people forget that's, that Ugh. place is still super cult-like yes. and abusive.
3: Yeah, in case we're wondering why, you know, Tom Cruise still isn't out, whatever. hmm Right. hmm No, they're Come super out, homophobic. Tom.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They also don't let women make noise during childbirth. Right. Which what I want to see that just once. Yeah. I mean, it's very oppressive and awful, but also how? <laughs> so yeah, are was... a lot of things I want to see.
2: Yeah, but like also, h- how do you get away with a quiet birth? I don't understand. It's
3: like a quiet place.
2: Yeah, I was gonna
0: say, she wasn't choke that her high when high? she starts making noise.
3: I, th- probably. I thought of Scientology when this was ha- when that was <laughs> happening. <in them>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I can't not make noise when I have a cramp. Like mm-hmm. I've never had a cramp without releasing like a slow like fuck. Like I can't <laughs> imagine. Pushing something out quietly. When I pick up a dropped pin sometimes, I make noise. Yeah. Oh, the uh, uh, <laughs> on the way up? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I make noise just in general. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big, like, if I'm fucking making coffee and I have to bend over, I'm like, <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> Just all the time for anything. Yeah, exhausted
2: and put upon, I get it.
0: Yeah. So I can't imagine having to deliver a child without... Any noise. Like, I literally can't imagine it because I'll never have to. <laughs> so, speaking of how long this uh, cult has been a thing, there is an article from 2003 on Forbes called Cult of Personality, written by Michael Friedman. You know the one. And by that point, 3,700 people had signed on to this bullshit. It's closer to 16,000 now, <sighs> which is a whole lot. And at that time, some of the people who had uh, signed on included Sheila Johnson, co-founder of BET, Antonia Novello, former U.S. surgeon goddamn general, Holy wow. Fuck, Stephen Cooper, then acting chief of Enron, Edgar Bronfman Sr., and his daughters Sarah and Claire, heiresses to the Seagrams fortune. And Anna Christina Fox, daughter of former Mexican President Vicente Fox. Motherfuck. I, do like, I do
2: like Vicente yeah. Fox quite a lot. I though. do too. He's a character. He's, he's fucking charming. Yeah. I don't
1: know anything else about him other than. Well,
2: he's I not like, president anymore, right? No. no. No, he's
1: not president, but he mostly just like tweets at. He mostly just like tre- tweets, owns at Trump and continues to have a great mustache. I just want him to yeah. like buy me like a beverage and just like, you know, just like
2: sit and talk to me like a, a, a child. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like I just be like, young lady, let me tell you about the
0: world. You know tell I want him to that. tell me where the biblioteca is <laughs> like that. Star, la biblioteca. Yeah. all the things I remember from spanish uh executive coaching was a huge industry at the time. And it still is today. That's what he claims he's doing is executive coaching uh-huh. or at least the part that doesn't involve branding women and making them sex slaves. And at this at the time of this 2003 article, motherfuckers were charging anywhere from 10000 to 35000 a day. What the fuck? For this shit.
1: I will charge you $5 a week if you're listening. Venmo me at Nesgritten to text you and say, don't text that guy back. <laughs> uh, and I yeah. need do- that. I'll do I'll do that for anyone for $5 a week. I'll text you, don't text that guy back, don't eat that thing, don't follow your ex. Bam, I'm an executive coach.
0: Here's right, the thing, baby. Vanessa, will do That's it for 5. Coach. I'll do it for 50. <laughs> That's
2: you a wanna... very man thing right. to do. Yeah. Yeah. They just like
0: value his services yep. way above what <laughs> we <laughs> think ours are valued at. <laughs> right. Typical. Yeah. Wait, was that 70% more? If not then uh, I well, need come to on, revise. Don't ask me to do, yeah. Not right now. Mm. No one's doing math. <laughs> so in this Forbes article, at this time, people seemed to be split over what this guy was doing. Some people called it a cult. Stephen Cooper, who was the Enron executive, called it a good pro- coaching program and nothing more. Around the time of this article, though, Renier lost a lawsuit filed against him by an ex-girlfriend who claimed he sought revenge over the end of the relationship by disrupting her business and manipulating her into giving up her 10-year-old son to the boy's father. What? Whoa. She uh. says Rainier brainwashed her and told her that she was destined to carry his baby. What
2: What? Yeah. I
0: mean,
2: he does that to quite a few people, though, later. Don't we find that out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, that's
0: is what he's into. He has a whole harem, which is insane. He's pretty gross looking, right, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, he looks like Gilfoyle from fucking Silicon Valley.
3: Yeah, yeah. So really his tactics must work. His executive yeah. <laughs> tactics on how to win the world and have a sex life. I mean, the way to
2: like brainwash people is you have to talk at them for X amount of time and deprive them of like food, drink, water, right, like, sleep. Yeah. And you can make them do pretty much anything. Or yeah, just like yeah, yeah. isolate them socially.
3: Mm-hmm, yeah, That helps. We can try that.
2: I think it like this is like less than three days, like altogether. If you can get somebody for three days, you can do it. Nice. Wow. That
0: just made, I feel like we just took a $10,000 course. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: my brother was low-key in a cult, but we can talk about it later if <sighs> we want. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, well yeah, of yeah. course I want to talk about your brother being in a cult. It was kind right. of a cult too. I mean, what was what?
2: Oh, the the Larouche campaign. Do you remember that? Oh hell yeah, yeah. My brother was in the cult, and my ex was too. I helped my ex actually escape from it. Like one day, we just pulled up a van when everyone was at some meeting, yeah. and like literally loaded up a shit and didn't tell them where we moved to, hit our address, uh, unlisted phone numbers, privatized social media.
1: Hot damn.
2: Change phone numbers. We did blah, a blah, blah.
0: conspiracy wow. episode about Lyndon LaRouche. We should have had you on that.
2: I, I didn't. I mean, I rarely talk about it, but like, yeah, my he probably wouldn't love me saying this, but it is very much true.
0: Yeah, Lyndon LaRouche was definitely a cult. I mean, they
2: killed somebody. And, yeah, they maybe yeah. murdered
0: someone. In Not England. maybe, like, for sure.
2: <laughs> like, I'm
0: pretty sure it happened. Yeah.
2: Sue me. I'm worth nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I know all the victims of your awful, rude ass cult. But anyways, they they keep people for three days, have them donate all their money and possessions. Like yeah. And so at, it, that's how they do it. Like, I, apparently the way that they, like, get people in their cadre, quote unquote, uh, their groupings is by keeping them for, like, three days and
1: Isolation. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Yeah. Only yeah. three
2: days. Right. Yeah, it was like oh, it's a three-day weekend, and then by the end year, living in the house with twenty other adults.
0: If <sighs> I remember the Bobby Kennedy assassination conspiracy theory properly, I think that's about how much time they had with Sirhan Sirhan to
2: mm. program
0: him to pretend he was assassinating Bobby Kennedy while the guy behind him shot him in the ear.
1: That's about uh-huh. how long most interrogations where they get a false, false confession, confession
0: take. Yeah. Where
1: it's just like one person, one room, a light, no food, no water. It's a few days later, and they're just like, I don't know, I guess I did it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So some of his teachings, at least in this in the Nexium part of things, it's basically Iron Rand shit. Where you make your own self interest paramount. Don't be motivated motivated by what other people want, and avoid parasites, which is his word for people who need help. Yep. Mm. So it's basically charity. No, that's no longer a thing wow. in the Nexium world, and uh, that's what your Smallville actresses are going to learn mm. these days. Bad times. Uh, students pay up to ten thousand dollars for five days of lectures in daily thirteen-hour sessions. I'm out. Yeah. That is way too fucking long. Yeah, that Unless is there's some
1: kind of cheese and meat plate. I'm done.
0: Even then, summer sausage. Summer sausage, yeah, I would, I would eat some summer sausage. <laughs> that would buy us just like ten You hours. wouldn't do it for five days, though. No, no. And for ten grand. Yeah, they would need to shake it up a yeah. little bit. They remove their shoes for class. They learn obscure handshakes and wear colored sashes that signify rank in the organization. When a higher-ranking student enters the room, they must stand to show respect, must bow to one another, and to Van God. <laughs> That's what Keith Reneer likes to be called, Vanguard. I mean, that's it's insane. A cool name. Uh, Isn't
3: that a company? Or like, yeah, several. I mean, I went to an elementary dogs?
0: school with the word Vanguard in it. Yeah, <laughs> Vanguard, I know, is a like an investment, like oh. an IRA type company, I believe. Mm-hmm. I just went to
2: Sydney Lanier Vanguard for the Performing Arts in Dallas, Texas. It was elementary school. Was it? Oh, okay. But not a cult not a well <laughs>
0: arguably arts education <laughs> yeah it's uh, th- that's that's the name and he also his second in command the woman who started it with him you have to call her prefect okay. <laughs> because she was his first disciple
3: oh my I've, gosh hmm,
1: I hate how many of these words I've only heard in video games uh, this is a video game ass dude I Know these, oh, that, for
2: sure. Prefect is like a thing in England. It's like the hall monitor. It's like the right. annoying it's snitch. in Harry kid. Potter books,
1: for yeah.
0: sure. Oh, that's why I've never heard. I mean, I've heard the word, but I never read Harry Potter. It's the aunt and the Handmaid.
1: I had so. a f- friend mm-hmm.
0: who
3: was a prefect, and I was like, "Yeah, boy, it shows." <laughs> <laughs> it's like the hall monitor, right? <laughs> yeah,
4: the
1: snitch. It's that person. It's it's the it's essentially just the the rat. It's the person that's just supposed to follow everyone around and pretend that they. There's someone that should be trusted, just so they can spill to the higher up. Yeah, right. See, a yeah, lot that of that these elements don't bother. Uh, some
3: of them look like, you know, Girl Scouts or wear sashes. Yeah, <laughs> to indicate... But like all together, it seems to be a problem.
0: Yeah, well, it's it seems like this part of it, it's sketchy, but it's it's just like Tony Robbins shit, where yeah. you're like, all right, if you believe it, then right. fine. I get. I mean, it's making you a terrible person, clearly judging from his teachings. But right, still, if it's the kind of thing you're into. Go waste your fucking money like the fucking Bronfman sisters did. They uh, we mentioned them earlier. They are the Seagram heiresses. There's an article from 2010 that claims they lost more than a hundred million dollars on investments they (sighs) made at the suggestion of Rainier. And I think they're still like down with him.
2: Yeah, they're still members. Jesus. Wow.
0: That's insane. Uh, no wonder their father does not get along with him anymore. But her, fa- their father used to be in this group, too. And he left, and the, the daughter stayed.
1: If someone suggests an Amazon product that breaks on me in the first day, I don't trust you anymore. I don't right. know how you could still trust someone after $100 million. That just made my voice cease. Yeah, up. that I mean, is... You know, you get past $30 million, <clears throat>
0: what are we doing? Yep,
1: yeah, it's just a sunken cost fallacy at that point.
0: Yeah, that is a lot of fucking money. And... It- there's so much detail to Like, we couldn't possibly get through everything that there is out there about this fucking group yeah. in one episode. Yeah. And all the details behind this story are one of those examples. So just Google the Bronfman sisters and Nexium, and you will find there's a McLean's article. There's a Vanity Fair article. There are so many articles and it's wow. such a crazy goddamn story. Uh-huh. And there's also like really detailed stories about each of the women who came forward, which we'll get to in a minute uh all sorts of stuff out there go read it but in october 2017 five women came forward and made some wild claims about nexium you guys just wild claims <laughs> this funny stuff they said to gain admission to the group they were required to give their recruiter naked photographs or other compromising material and were warned that it might be publicly released if the group's existence were disclosed <sighs> so that's harsh yeah and Sarah Edmondson, one of the participants <clears throat> who came forward, said she was told she'd get, quote, a small tattoo as part of her initiation. She was told to undress and lie on a massage table. Her legs and shoulders were restrained. And at that point, their master, a woman named Lauren Salzman, instructed them to say, quote, Master, please brand me. It would be an honor. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Uh, he, that's what he, they always have to say to him, right? Uh, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point, a female doctor used a cautering device to sear a two-inch square symbol below each woman's hip. So they were branded, like literally like cattle. You put some hot shit on a cow and leave your mark, which also kind of fucked up. Can't we just like spray paint a cow (laughs) or something? Like, does it have to be that? Put hats on them. I don't think it has to be anymore. I think
3: back in the day they would have just wiped it off and stole your cattle back.
1: Yeah. Now, we don't really need to. We don't. We're good. L- I'm for Adam's hat theory. Why is there not a farm hat yeah. for all cows? Oh, cow that's
0: hats. awesome. Let's go on Shark Tank. Yep. <laughs> with cow hats. Uh, this is a quote from Sarah Edmondson I wept the whole time I disassociated out of my body. Ugh. And she filed a bunch of different complaints after this happened. And they told her that she had engaged in consensual activity and. Dismissed the complaints. That Fuck. was that was a New York State's attorney. She also <laughs> took this doctor. She complained to the New York Medical Board about this doctor. And they were like, well, she wasn't acting as your doctor at the time. So wow, you can't really make a complaint, which is crazy.
1: But yeah. also, like, a former member was the Surgeon General. So I'm like... Yeah. Is it yeah. Is it that crazy that she's going to be dismissed by the New York <laughs> <laughs> Medical Board? That's considering they might point. have some inside people. She's yeah.
3: branding you as a private citizen. So, <laughs> not a doctor. I mean,
2: it's, it's clearly coercion though. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. can,
3: even if you get somebody to say, "Yeah, do this to me," but
2: you've right. done it through duress and deprivation and having them abuse, just repeat after you uh, when they're just a shell. Yeah, it doesn't uh, surely you lo- you're
0: not consenting really. Uh, yeah, and uh, right. They wouldn't call it a small tattoo if yeah. they didn't have something to hot. Like, yeah. they would just like you could just give them a tattoo. Like, they get that right. See, I was under the impression that it was an
2: actual brand, not a tattoo. It is a brand. Like, it a is, scar. but they're told that
1: it's a small tattoo. Oh, so it's yeah heat element. So they basically say at the beginning, you're only going to get a small tattoo under your hip, but it's in the moment when they have to repeat the words branding that they realize it's a full-on brand. And like Mm. some of the women have actually posted photos of the brands before. Yeah. And it is not a tattoo. It is a full-on, cauterized, scarred brand.
0: Yeah, I think this article... Is it this one? That I think has... I want
1: to say the New York Times is the one that had one of the women post a picture of the actual brand. Uh... Although I did just see a photo of the guy who really does look like Gilfoyle meets John Lennon. Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> uh, these but,
0: pictures are taking forever to like, oh, all Sorry, seen... people listening at home. You can't see these pictures coming up fast enough. If yeah. you've seen
1: Orange is the New Black, it looks like the window they made after Piper had the swastika. Mm-hmm. Where it's just a... You know what I mean? Like just the <laughs> yeah. square, the muddled square underneath. Uh, and also in a lot of the photos, it's very obvious... They did not want to hold still when they were getting them it's not a perfect square mm. right
0: right yeah the, the Sarah Edmondson said she you know just cried the entire time yeah so obviously and
1: disassociation there is it is. is yeah oh. see it's not it it's they're oh my god it, it shows the sign of somebody struggling against the attempt of a square yeah
0: yeah it's yeah, that's just not a square <laughs> no no she's yeah. just been very badly burned yeah. by that yeah. device yeah right. And what we, you know, eventually found out is that behind Nexium there was this second cult called Das, and it's basically like a sex slave pyramid scheme, mm-hmm. where you come in as a sex slave to Keith Raniere, and also just as a general, like work slave too. They make yeah. you work for free, also, but then you have to recruit more underneath you, and then you become a master.
1: And that basically, it's, it's not even so much become a master for the sake of power, it's become a master to get it less worse than everyone else. Right. And it, 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 pl- it plays on the, well, you'll get some of your freedom back if you can get more people. But it's all women? It's not like you're
3: recruiting men to be under you. Or are you? No, it's, yeah, all, it's women. all women. It's all women.
0: Yeah. Keith Rainier ain't
3: gay? Well. Come on! He doesn't have to <laughs> fuck He is all.
0: Vanguard.
3: I'm not even sure he could. <coughs>
0: more like Manguard. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa's dying. Yeah, I am.
3: <clears throat> that's, that's one of the creepiest aspects of this for me is like the women turning against women and like, pre- you know, making women be predators on women. Yeah. And it bothers me.
1: A lot of the predatorial practice more than anything is just you won't get it as bad if you find someone else. It's like right. the it's like the ring. It's pass on the tape and it won't be so bad. Right.
3: Yeah, uh, it feels like hold her down for me. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah Sarah Edmondson also she said that the that Lauren Saltzman woman when she was first doing like the first three day course she said she made it seem like and this is a quote a badass bitch boot camp
1: yep wow
0: I've heard that description before from other women that have come yeah. forward so it's like under the guise of this thing that's like basically about empowering women they're actually running a fucking sex cult yep, <sighs> which is nuts and so in March, Keith Rainier was finally arrested on sex trafficking and forced labor conspiracy charges in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Mm. Photographed at the scene of his arrest, Smallville actress Allison Mack. Has anyone seen that video? Yep. Oh. Of her crazy ass chasing after the car as it's driving away. Yeah. Really. Gosh.
2: Really. No like I she is. It
1: yet.
0: Like that is her master.
1: Like she. Like. It was almost like she just threw all sense down the window, like, what are you going to do if you catch the car? She just had to go after him. Hey, man, she's really method. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. That's just so sad. You know what I mean? It really is sad. And uh, Mara Wilson actually wrote a fantastic article about knowing Alice and Mac and also both the attempt of separation of coercion, but also, like, how did you get there and what was in you in the first place? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mara... Mara Wilson wrote a amazing article about oh, it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's one of the Nexium pieces that I highly recommend reading that uh, it's a little bit less of a sterilized look at it, and it's specifically about Alison Mack. Yeah,
0: right. I'll have to check that out. She, yeah, this is her the,
1: story seems fascinating. Yeah. And yeah, also, Mara Wilson's just a great writer.
0: This is the video of Rainier being arrested, and I believe that is Alison yeah. Yeah. Mack.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll put this video up on the website. Whoever filmed it couldn't be bothered to turn their phone sideways. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine.
3: So do they live here? Is this where they live? Or he
0: was. That's where he was hiding out. Yeah, that's okay. a $10,000 mm-hmm. a week resort in Mexico. And that's where he fled after these charges were filed.
3: Yeah. Okay. So he ran.
0: But then they finally found him. And they didn't arrest Allison Mack at that time. Mm-mm. She went back to Brooklyn. And then they. I said that, like everyone knows, she lived in Brooklyn.
1: Well, she knows <laughs> you know it was based in Albany.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean,
3: the the thought is just, to me, I just like, she just went back to her mom's couch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no.
4: Anyway. Anyway.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that period in my life is over. (laughs) She was arrested in April in connection with Nexium. She was introduced to the group by fellow Smallville actress Kristen Kruk, who eventually left, which, good for her. Yeah.
2: I never watched Smallville, so kind of none of these people, like, have a place in my memory. uh, Did she do do anything else, or...
0: Uh, Kristen Crock, she did uh, a grip of Noxima commercials. I oh, remember that. Well,
2: maybe I'd see her from. If a I gri- saw her <laughs> face, I'd be like.
0: Mm-hmm. Allison Nexium
3: or <laughs> I both. don't really know what else
1: she's done other than Smallville. And I think that might have been part because she was of, in Nexium, right? Yeah. I think it's one of those both column A and column B because she was in Nexium and also because she wasn't finding more work. Because uh, Nexium definitely appeals to you, where it's like this is how you could become more successful. So it was like a snake eating its own tail there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She, uh, there haven't been any like public interviews with her
4: yet. She's
2: probably going to sell her life rights too, by the way, make so much fucking money. Right. Like on some Patty Hearst type shit. She's She's only facing 15 years in prison. She's going to be fine, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. She she knows
3: how to run a sex slave unit in prison. (laughs) Like (laughs) She's got it all worked out. Yeah. yeah,
0: she's just gonna go get a lot more practice in prison. Right? Like, there's so much, so she, much more opportunity. The self-help book she's gonna write in 20 years is gonna be out of control. <laughs> yeah, she eventually became Keith Rainier's number two in charge, and they are now both facing three counts of felony sex trafficking and conspiracy to commit forced labor. Yep. Pretty goddamn crazy.
1: Yeah, and uh, it's. Int- It's interesting when I was reading that Mara Wilson article where she was talking about how like on one hand she does understand the appeal of like you're failing and somebody that's going to fix everything for you because when you're someone that grew up as a child actor, you tend to lean on people telling you what to do. Uh, but on the other hand, and she ends the article with this, she met Allison Mack at a fundraiser for domestic abuse survivors. So it's also like, oh, you should know better.
2: No. Uh, but it makes me wonder if she was also abused because yeah. oftentimes people who are you know kind of coerced into being like i mean let, let's just talk about like um you know bottom like a a pimp's bottom bitch or whatever yeah. you know usually she i mean or even like breaking a bitch or whatever like when you think about sex trafficking and i'm sorry for using terms that maybe aren't pc or whatever but like when you talk about that those women are often from abused backgrounds themselves mm-hmm. right. and are also heavily abused and groomed by the man in charge usually so, Yeah. you know right. so like it doesn't shock me that she was at that fundraiser all that means is she has some connection to domestic yeah. violence probably I would imagine yeah. I'd be interested to know what her what her family dynamic was like because you don't just one day decide oh well I guess I'm going to quit my career and become yeah. a sec- basically second in command madam of a sex trafficking ring well, you have to
1: especially work your way you- up yeah. Yeah. yeah, but also especially if you grow up Someone fairly young behind the camera, and like what we're learning from what different child actors had to go through, it probably started earlier than, oh, than sure. just Nexium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, sure. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. Too. Yeah.
2: 100%. You don't, you don't that you have to be hard your brain when you're traumatized like that your brain is hardwired to um be susceptible to abuse of a similar nature right do you know what i mean like, yeah because it's it's hard almost, to break the cycle like
1: it almost feels safer
2: than the devil you don't know right exactly because sometimes like we see this with a, a domestic and sexual abuse like mm-hmm. you know survivors um that sometimes they go on to also be then uh, abusers, abusers because they were previously abused because yeah. they of the trauma brain. It's fucked up, but it, it is not all, not everyone. Hello. I mean, but right. there are some people it's,
1: there's, there's, there's some people where it, like I said before, it, it's a familiar territory. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and even on just
3: like a more basic level, I think that actors are in cults a lot, like Scientology whenever mm-hmm. whatever, because yeah. they're so coachable and they, you know, I think yeah. that there's something that they, you know, have in themselves to pretend to be somebody else for one thing, and to study and to be so director directorial. Yeah, and also a vessel. Is that a world?
2: Se- seeking uh, validation from yes. outside sources, especially somebody in a higher hierarch- hierarchical position. Yeah, is, mm-hmm. am, is that a word? <laughs> okay, hierarchical. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somebody, a yeah. right. person at the top, you need their approval. Right. Exactly.
0: Right. <laughs> so yeah, the what does everyone think of i'm sure this argument will show up somewhere mm-hmm. like well be, like take sarah edmondson's case getting thrown out because they said it was consensual right what are the chances that's how this trial ends with them saying no i mean I- the women came there of their own accord i think
3: that's definitely going to be
0: their defense
1: yeah <laughs> okay. yeah so i think it's we've seen enough examples of people using the well she wanted it or well she was here in the first place defense right and it working that i don't see it being that foreign of a concept of them using it as a defense right and, oh, and it working it. and when it comes yeah. the system hasn't proved to me otherwise right
0: yeah and when it comes to cults that's one of the most common arguments.
3: Yes. I think it's going to be the witnesses, if they can bring all these women and these women can testify. Right. We'll see, you know.
1: Yeah, because, like, why didn't you leave always becomes somebody's, like, main defense. And, like, whether it's a cult or a bad marriage, people want to use why didn't you leave when they don't understand things like financial abuse where you don't have the ability to go or even just you've been told that you will not survive outside Mm -hmm. these walls. Mm -hmm. And... Or it's just like bit by bit. Like yeah. they don't brand you on the first day. You know? Yeah, it's it's not an immediate. It, it happens later. And because of that, why didn't you just leave is a very popular and unfortunately effective defense. Yeah. Yes.
0: Has anyone seen the documentary Deprogrammed? No. Oh. It's on Netflix. It's about this cult deprogrammer named Ted Patrick, who was very active in the 70s and 80s and it is one of the most fascinating and charming documentaries ted patrick is uh he's a black dude he has business cards that just say black lightning on him oh tight <laughs> which i fucking love i love that kind more of than of anything or 80, 70s and 80s black man you know what yeah. I mean? just like heavy branding <laughs> and he's super honest about his education he's like man i didn't get past seventh grade but he's also a fantastic cult deprogrammer but he also kind of (laughs) kidnaps people and just sits them down and talks to them over the course of however many hours it takes and he brings up a really interesting point in that documentary speaking to the idea that well these people are there of their own free will basically what he says is once you're in a cult you don't have free will because they've taken that from you yeah it's not a lot different from them you know chaining you to something it's just they've done it with your head Mm -hmm. so at that point no they don't have free will and Mm -hmm. they it should they shouldn't be treated that way because that's a dangerous way to everyone should watch that fucking documentary the questions he asks these people like at one point he was talking to some woman or no he was talking to some guy i believe in court and he's like so your group raises raises money and the guy's like yep and he goes for god raise money for god he goes how do you get the money to god (laughs) and the guy's just like i I don't know and he's like you didn't ask you you never asked how the money gets to god and he just like breaks these people down with really basic fucking questions Mm -hmm. like oh you're not supposed to have sex yes we're not supposed to have sex doesn't the bible say you're supposed to populate the earth yes it does how are you going to do that without having sex He asked a woman that question and she goes, it's just getting too deep for you, man. (laughs) (laughs) And then like an hour later, she was out. But he would also like kidnap people. And Mm. it's one of those things where like half of these people probably are there of their free will. And that's the same thing that happens in that documentary. There's one guy whose family had him kidnapped three fucking times just because he was working at a commune and not calling them enough yeah Uh and he was like look I just want to fucking do yoga and work at this fucking commune in San Francisco and live my life and they're like but you're not coming home on Christmas so (sighs) like every few months Ted Patrick would pull up and fucking abduct <laughs> this dude and drive him to a place. Like Happy holidays. <laughs> and every it's, time. Was
3: oh, it Christmas again?
0: Every time it would end with the guy going, Yeah, okay, you're right. I'm not in this cult anymore. And the minute they let him go, he would just fucking go back <laughs> to that group. So it's. I, I can really see that argument coming up in this case. Yeah. yeah. Because cause it's a cult.
2: I mean I don't know. I guess we're fi- we're seeing I want to I want to hope and pray that like there is a shift happening when when we talk about I mean even the the language I think in the media about um coercion coercion and power abuse and sexual assault and all of this stuff. I am hoping that things are changing, but I'm not hopeful that it will in this situation, unfortunately. I don't Though I want to see justice served, I don't think it's going to be this time. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Or not the full justice that they deserve. 15 years is a fucking slap on the wrist. Yeah, Yeah, I was surprised when
0: I saw that was all the time they were facing because they have sex trafficking charges. Yeah, Yeah. that's a lot. Does that not carry more jail time than that? That's crazy. I mean, obviously not. There are people
1: there longer for like having a blunt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. There are people in prison forever for shit like that. Thanks, Mm -hmm. California. (gasps) Uh, (laughs) Jesus. So, yeah, this is... uh, this is a depressing story. It, we did an episode about R. Kelly on Pretty Scary. And it seems like he's not not going for the same thing. Like, he's sort of pushing for a, a little sex cult of his own. Yes, he is. But the problem is they're all, like, 18 or 19. So they're all legal. So
1: so people want to turn their eyes away because they're just kind of like, well, it's for the most part because co- they don't, like with this case, understand the nature of coercion. Yes. Right. And I, it's one of those like after watching Deprogrammed, I wish that we had more available mainstream media sources that explain how e- like easy it is to happen mm-hmm. to people. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, just because I feel like we don't have enough, we don't have enough examples to show like this could honestly be you pretty easily. Yeah. Like yeah. on a just on a bad day, if you find someone that can tell you that they can make everything better, and they like catch you at the right time, it can really be anyone. And I don't think enough... Media exists explaining that to people. Yeah. They, everybody thinks that they have more willpower against someone like that than they actually do, but they've never been in a scenario of that nature. But like, we can always think of a, of a moment when like a salesman convinced us to buy something we didn't want to buy with oh, sure. mm-hmm. like coercion right. tactics. Right. We can think of a moment yes. of a social situation where we couldn't get away, where just like the hand comes onto the small of your back, and all of a sudden you're just like, I don't know what to do anymore. Right. We yeah. can think of smaller versions of that, but they can't I don't take react Exactly. Or like
2: finish eating what's on your plate or whatever like the thing is like there's so many different have this shot with me at the bar. I don't want to drink. But
1: yeah, mm, we can think of the small versions yet. They can't make the leap to the big version when it's not that big of a leap.
0: And some people are just susceptible to that shit. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like we're all like everybody has their fucking quirks and their flaws and their own individual personalities. And some people are just prone to fall for shit like this. Yeah. And that doesn't. Mean that they don't deserve help or justice just because they fell for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's a scam like any other. It's like saying the people Bernie Madoff ripped off shouldn't be paid back.
1: Yeah, or the elderly that fall for those, like, hey, we're Microsoft, give us your IP address
3: guys. Yes. Yeah. Well, Bernie Madoff's sl- sex slaves were paid back, right?
0: Yeah. Well, he paid people back with sex slaves <laughs> oh, okay. that he got from Naxium. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's what <laughs> happened to Kristen trade. right we're, It's a trade Jesus. chair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like even with the Bernie Madoff thing, you'll hear people who are like, oh, well, those were just rich people who had too much money. And no, some of them were just like fucking retirees who had 50 grand in the bank. Like he right. took money from everybody. Yeah. yeah and right. those are the people who won't get their money back. The fucking right. Mets got their money back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But the grandmothers and grandfathers he ripped off are just fucking They're
3: fucked.
0: done S-O-L. forever. They're probably in Nexium now.
3: Right. <laughs> well, and, you know, if you look at the wider scale, a lot of people got duped by Trump, I think. They yeah. did. And they're finding out. Different. And then we'll see what the, happens. They realize it's a con man now, but yeah. we aren't getting our country back. I'm just kidding.
0: No, we're probably not. That we're wasn't prob- a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, it just felt too dark. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: but so true. Oh, this has been a dark episode. Should we do comments? That'll lighten things we up. We should do comments. Does anyone have any final thoughts on Nexium and Keith Rania? Vanguard to you. Oh, Jesus.
4: <laughs> Sexy NXIVM?
2: I mean, I think, um, you know, uh, this. If uh, I'll say this. As somebody who's been an actor for a very long time uh, since I was a young person and moved to Los Angeles as a young person, as like a 14-year-old actually to pursue acting, can I just tell you guys, like, look, like, it doesn't matter if you're 14, 20, 30 55 or 60 please make find a community of people who aren't going to fuck you over because if you're new in town Mm -hmm. you're susceptible to this type of shit and that probably goes for other industries and other big city moves or whatever but like try to find your actual tribe of people who have similar beliefs and uh, values as you because otherwise you this could be you yeah like I know so many young actresses who move here and get caught up in all kinds of bullshit and I'm like, I, I'm thinking of a girl right now who's been in every kind of multi, every pyramid scheme. She's been in every casting director workshop, which is just a scam. Yep. she's given people mo- money and time and tried to convince me of it. Luckily, I, uh, having <laughs> having been here long enough and also having already sold prepaid legal and gotten out of it, <laughs> I uh, know I, I know the signs and the symptoms. But like honestly, just fucking. Uh, part of this is also due to isolation and not having – sorry, that was my phone oh, – and not having uh, a community and, and people who are good that you can look to. Yeah. Right. So find your fucking tribe. It's so important. Right. Yeah.
3: Maybe if you're trying to learn how to get ahead in business, read a book first before you yeah. s- shell out 35000 Yeah. to a cult leader.
0: Or just go, go with the trusted <laughs> names like a, go go Tony Robbins or something. Like he's still a piece of shit, but he's not starting <laughs> cults at least. He hates women.
1: Does he make you walk on coals? Is that one of them?
0: <laughs> I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah.
1: If somebody's making you walk on some, if at any point they're just like, hey, I'm about to make an alteration to your body of any some sort, just say you left your keys in your car. Yeah. That's my favorite method to any time I'm in an uncomfortable situation. Oh, man, I just got to uh, get my phone from my car, but I will read your screenplay as soon as I get back inside yeah. the house, and then I just leave.
0: You can always leave unless you're that guy in England who tried to leave the Lyndon LaRouche meeting. Mm. Mm. That's a dark story. People should look into it. Mm -hmm. That's a fucking... Listen to our episode of Conspiracy the Show. I think it might have been a Patreon-only episode, though.
1: But also, generally, exactly what Madison said, because I know so many young female comedians that come to this town, and there's some dude that has, like, moderately more success than they do, and it's like, hey, do you want to write together? And then it becomes... No one ever wants to write together. No one ever wants to write together! But also, like, I... I it, I see it happen because I've been that girl before where it's like, you're the new girl and you're hanging out with like six established dudes because you, you're like afraid to reach out and they tell you that you ain't shit. So you always believe that you're not shit and you mm-hmm. hang out with them forever. And like that's, I thankfully I've found people that like lift me up and make me feel good and also point out the bad shit that I'm doing so that I can like better myself. But I also see that same girl who's new in town and fresh faced every couple of months, <laughs> every couple of months. And it's just her and a group of dudes that just want that ego boost of having her around, but tell her that right. she ain't shit. And yeah. like that, that happens when you don't find, when you don't find your tribe, when you're yeah. in a new town and it, it's not that far of a walk from this shit specifically for like
2: you know lady comics um non-binary comics trans trans comics i say find your peers or the people just above you and and fucking try to hang out try to find the dude who is a couple years ahead of you he doesn't want to be your friend girl (laughs) he's not really just letting you open for him girl like Mm -hmm. there's other stuff at play
0: I don't let Fun. anybody open for me. <laughs> <laughs> I do two and a half hours on the road.
1: We talk at the exact same time. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over each other loudly, at each yeah. other. Facing, I demand all,
0: other. all comics on my shows perform at the same time. Yep. <laughs> Everybody. Only fair There's way no to do it. no hierarchy here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to comments. You know, <laughs> it's a big world out there. Big world. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. They don't. But I want you to know that's not true. It is. <laughs> that's why we call this segment Your Voice Matters. It doesn't. Where we read your stupid fucking comments. So fucking stupid. From the past few shows mm. and respond to them
1: personally. Personally. <laughs>
0: oh, fade it out, Brett.
1: Pour one out for Brett.
0: Rest in peace, Brett.
1: He didn't die, did he? No. <laughs> no, he's got a
0: job with Yahoo Sports. I'm really happy for <laughs>
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: he's producing podcasts for them. Which oh, uh, yeah. sounds like probably a pretty fucking rad job. Yeah, that sounds good. I nice would do fun. that shit. Yeah. I might. If there's another <laughs> opening, shut this down <laughs> and go apply that. Shut
1: this down mid-recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bye, guys.
0: Well, email just came through. Just got, got an, an email. Yeah. Out of here. All right. Uh, first comment. Sam Stowe says, Wasting Light is one of the best Foo Fighters albums, and it came out this millennium. No, it's not. Yeah. Every Foo Fighter. Like, they're not bad albums. I've been going back and forth on this. We did an episode. This, All these comments are from the Unpopular Opinions episode, which is... Every once in a while, we try to live up to the name of the show, and we just talk about opinions we hold that are not popular. <laughs> and mine was that Dave Grohl hasn't made a good album this millennium.
1: You're correct. Yeah, I mean I agree. he's played dr- agree.
0: he's played drums on a few, like the first Tenacious D album, uh, "Songs for the Deaf" by Queens of the Stone Age. Yep, "Songs but, for the Deaf" is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. but. Foo Fighters albums haven't been good since 1999.
1: They're not inherently bad, but they're not good either. Yeah, they all
0: sound the same for one thing.
1: Foo Fighters albums are a delivery pizza from a pizza pizza place that you might not necessarily be psyched about, but it's fine. It's Pizza Hut. It's Pizza Hut. Yeah, it's pizza. It's not. It's not like you know that 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 like fantastic stone oven pizza that you might get, but like it'll do. It'll play the background of a party fine. I don't. I'm not going to be like, oh, remember that one track.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Chris Shiflet is the problem. I don't think I brought that up on the last episode, but as soon as he joined, every Foo Fighters song sounded exactly the same.
1: Mm. Yeah,
0: but those first three albums? There's Nothing Left to Lose is one of my favorite albums of all time. And then from there bad times. So, sorry, Sam. I vehemently disagree with your goddamn opinion about the Foo Fighters. Terry Goss says, Travis has a point about spoilers. Historical movies and books aren't ever spoiled if they're done well. We know how it ends. (laughs) Travis's argument was that spoilers do not exist if the story is good enough. Like, a a good story cannot be spoiled.
1: Mm, Here's... My, I agree with that. Here's my only wrench that I'm throwing. He also into said it.
0: Hitler had some good ideas. Oh, no, right. yeah, I'm just choice. joking. That's a callback to another podcast uh-huh. that I do with Travis.
1: That's actually what I'm going to bring up. <laughs> Inglorious Bastards. It's not a canon ending, but if we like, it's it's one of those where if they're taking liberties with the ending and it's a historical story, I don't want that part right. spoiled for me. But
3: he, but the argument is about not even historical. It's about any story. Any- if it's... Really good. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You still... You'll figure out how and it And I ends. know
0: there are people who prefer it. Like, some people just prefer to know what's going to happen like, like
1: I am b- that person sometimes I'll Wikipedia movie if I don't want to like deal with the anxiety of trying to figure out what's going to happen but there's some movies where I'm happy I let them happen organically my
0: mm. girlfriend Wikipedia's every fucking thing we watch as we watch Me it. And <laughs> 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 because she just doesn't like like she finds it stressful not knowing what's going to happen it's yeah it's like more enjoyable for her if she knows what the fuck's where it's headed. happening and I know she's not alone in that I think it's insane
3: I need to know who's but- gonna die I hate I it, don't. I was just about to say, if it's something like the Sixth Sense where it h- hangs on one plot mm. point so dramatically, then I don't want that spoiled. Yeah,
0: the Sixth Sense came up a lot yeah. in that discussion.
3: Right. If
2: I'm but, watching um, a movie
3: in the theaters, I always
2: wish I can just like pause and fast forward to past something so I could just <laughs> see what the end is. Yeah. I
1: don't know. Oddly enough, it's a video game that just taught me that might not be the best practice. I'm not gonna spoil it, but like <laughs> the Spider-Man game, I can't uh-huh. wiki the story of a game and I wiki everything.
0: Oh, yeah. And
1: uh, the game actually has a fantastic twist in the middle.
0: What is it? Uh, Tell people.
1: No. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it made me It made me gasp, and, like, I actually was really, like, I had, like, a strong reaction about it, and I was like, oh, right, this is why I shouldn't always know what's going to happen. Right. Uh, but, yeah, for those of you that have played it and you know what I'm talking about, ah! So.
0: Yeah, I, I think Sorry to Bother You is a good recent example of mm-hmm. a movie that just should not be spoiled yeah because that trailer does nothing to tell you about the twist that's coming in that movie and i love that yeah. and i would have been really bummed if people were like hey there's see i don't even want to spoil it, the yeah, movie's don't been spoil it. Out. yeah don't I spoil it, spoil it. i canceled it. my movie pass
2: when that movie came out and haven't been to the movie since so but i've been told theater. to go see that yeah. movie
3: a lot and i was like i, I
2: guess I'm there's got to be something more
0: to it than the design. trailer yeah so it's pretty crazy I signed up for AMC A List. Yeah. Uh, you can see three movies a week for nineteen ninety nine a month, you know. including IMAX and 3D and The Recliners and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I'm considering it, but we'll see. Is anyone using Movie Pass anymore?
1: No, I canceled mine. I use my Movie Pass to break up into a door.
0: I accidentally <laughs> bought a drink at a Liam Gallagher like concert with my Movie Pass. Oh,
4: yeah. What? (laughs) They
0: accepted it? Yeah, it was on accident. I thought I was pulling out my debit card and I pulled out my movie pass and just swiped it right away and was like, fuck. And like me and the cashier stood there for like 90 seconds and then she was like, it went through.
4: (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I fucking,
0: because it's just a debit card. And I messaged MoviePass right away and was like, hey, I accidentally bought a drink with my MoviePass. And they were like, eh, keep it. Just don't let it happen again.
3: Oh, my God.
0: That's
2: why they're out of business. (laughs) If anyone
0: still has a MoviePass, go out there and buy yourself something to drink today on them. Buy some snacks. It would be funny if, like hundreds of people just all at one time did that and then shot him that email. Pay my rent with Moviepass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, somebody probably did though. Oh, oh man. man. That's why we that's why we're fucked. I know. All right, <laughs> P.
0: Moviepass. Uh Jennifer Fenderlander says we will miss Brett terribly, but happy he will still be around and I agree. Spring Awakening Spring Awakening is awesome. But yeah, it's, it's a musical
2: it is great it is awesome it's a weird musical because they sing with microphones and not everybody's into that as opposed to just the regular hidden body mics which right p.s all musicals that you go see live except for like high school productions everyone's mic'd like well, a course. body mic uh because no one can sing that fucking loud over an orchestra anymore they used to could but um anyways yeah no spring Thanks, steroids yeah yeah <laughs> i want to hear madison talk about musicals forever i know i love it. i mean joe k are always like we should start a podcast about musicals and i was like
0: yeah we should
2: (laughs) but it's a great one
0: brett wants to do uh we did a list cast about musicals once and if we do a sequel brett wants to be on that uh you should do it too last time it was joe k samir suri Uh, and danger van gorder god i gotta listen to that episode that sounds amazing and we all conspired against danger to keep hamilton off the list just to like Fuck with him a little bit. It was very fun. Because <laughs> Samir cut it, and I think everyone expected I was going to save it. And I saved something called Assassins. Oh, yes. Yeah. I've okay. Heard good thing. Yeah. It just sounded more interesting to me. Mm hmm.
1: Siren. There's a bunch of. Oh, God. I hope my apartment's not on fire. When I left, there was a bunch of fire. Uh,
0: trucks in front of it so yeah Uh, i wonder if the mics are picking those up that's loud
1: yeah it's it's there it's all at my complex i know it's at my complex because as i was leaving i saw them but i will guess there's more huh uh interesting i should take a peek this is why i like having the studio this close (laughs) (laughs) i can hear if my
0: house caught fire (laughs) yeah run home and check and uh have kevin bring me a cigarette Oh, he's at work. (laughs) Oh, that motherfucker. Uh, Nick D says, fuck putting only ketchup on a hot dog. Are you 12 years old? (laughs) How's everyone feel about ketchup on hot dogs?
1: See, I used to be anti-ketchup on hot dog because I was like a sauerkraut mustard kid until I went to uh guatemala where my mom's from oh they have really good ketchup there yeah it and tastes we, different than the c- ketchup here we have the good ketchup yes. and not just that we do our hot dogs differently we do our hot dogs with like it's a bigger it's a bigger bun and then we do two butterfly hot dogs in the middle and then we do ketchup mustard mayo grilled onions guacamole uh oh, yeah. refried beans and bacon
0: mayo uh
1: sorry not mayo hard pass it's um it's a
0: I've heard of this though. I've heard of Mayo on hot dogs and I, I know I no. call
1: it Mayo, but it's not Mayo. It's a cream that we use that almost tastes like a atahhikatiha cheese
0: interesting,
1: Uh, so it's more like a like a farmer's cream cheese sauce kind of kind of yeah. deal. Um, uh, but in my head, I'm always cream like cheese. it's white, so it's basically Mayo. But we do that with like refried beans and bacon and all that good stuff on it. and it's fucking insane because the beans are also rendered down with pork fat, so it's like extra porky. It's so good. I love Guatemalan hot dogs. Sounds like
0: such an adventure. Yeah.
1: I I like
2: ketchup and and mustard. Actually, I like everything. I'm an everything kind of gal mayo, mustard, relish. Because
1: that's how they do the bacon dogs downtown. Mm -hmm. They do all three. Mm -hmm. And the ketchup, you need the sweetness with the peppers and the onions. Yeah. 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 But to get to this point, I wouldn't just do ketchup. No.
0: Nah. Yeah, that would be weird.
3: Yeah. It's gross.
0: I'll do ketchup, mustard, sometimes relish. Yeah. Feeling it. Also, if it's there. I don't like sweet pickles, but I sometimes. Sometimes do like relish in the right.
2: I
1: like a dill instance. relish.
0: Yeah, I could probably fuck with a dill relish. Yeah. It's always sweet, though.
1: I'm craving a hot pickle again. I've wanted it for seven days. Hell yeah, get it. Gas station hot pickle and that uh. little that little flubber-like bag <laughs> that it comes <laughs> in. They, they sell them green.
0: at uh, the store across the street from you.
1: Bitch, let's go! Yeah, if, they if have you, hot mamas
0: there. You didn't know that?
2: No! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you like to next level it, buy a pack of now, and put it all through the center. So just... Put open it up the te- by the top of the pickle and shove unwrapped obviously now later's inside and just eat it. It's what if, so
3: good. What if you butterfly the pickle and then butterfly what? a hot dog? Oh, I'm sorry. From, I'm from I'm from the hood. I'm from the hood, from the the <laughs> hood <laughs> in Dallas, Texas, and this is just, just hot hood snacks
2: that I'm talking about.
3: <laughs> I'm only
2: discussing hood snacks.
0: Sorry, <laughs> I don't know what good. role the wrapped now and later's play. Unwrapped,
2: like you oh, unwrap, unwrap them and then shove them. So all it's like a fruity
0: pickle. Yeah, but it's also sour. But you gotta yeah. only use the red mm. ones. It's real good. I don't know if I n- need that. Oh you did. But I do want a hot pickle.
1: I do love gas station snacks. Like hot pickle, ultimate gas station snack. Opening up a bag of hot Cheetos and then putting the melted cheese on it, incredible gas station snack. Yep. Uh the, what I also a hood snack. Yep. Hood Snacks. Hood Snacks. They're amazing.
0: <laughs> Hood Snacks, coming soon. <laughs> coming soon to the Unpops. Unpopular Opinion. <laughs> <It doesn't work.
1: laughs> They'll make you feel hungover the next day for some reason because you don't know how much sodium you truly are putting into your body, but yeah. it's delicious.
0: Yeah. You know what I want to start fucking with again? MSG. I have a yeah. bunch at my house. I love MSG. Yeah, David Bell uses it, and I just saw a video thing that was like, it's that was bad. just racist bullshit. Right. MSG's fine. Yeah.
1: They actually did a really good example of it. Because like, even before uh, David Chang came out with Ugly Delicious, Anthony Bourdain used to produce a PBS show called Mind of a Chef. And they had a guy that explained that a lot of people that complain about MSG and Chinese foods don't realize that there is more MSG in a bag of Doritos right, or right. a tomato salad or things like uh, Parmesan right. cheese. That contains more actual MSG. Most of the time, the complaint usually came from when people went to like very were catered to white people Chinese places that had maybe like a lot of sugar or some heavier foods and they would uh be very dramatic about uh like all of the food and they'd be like, Oh, I guess it's that Chinese food, it's MSG poisoning. And then an Ugly Delicious, they actually uh put out a thing of different flavors of Doritos and they had a focus group come in and talk about just these horrible migraines and things they experienced on MSG while eating a bag of Doritos (laughs) and they like fed the questions like just letting them like talk about like oh my god like I can't eat Chinese food because of all this MSG and they're like do you guys know that you're eating uh, more MSG than Chinese food right now?
0: What if one of them was serious and died (laughs) 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 just while they're being interviewed
3: Because MSG is just flavor without sodium, right? It's It's, just it's
0: it's umami flavor. It's an umami flavor. Yeah,
1: it's a glutamate Mm -hmm. that usually occurs in naturally occurring in some foods. Other foods, as it's cooked or dried, it 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 basically increases. Right. it's, like,
3: not a thing. Yeah. yeah. It's why
1: a dry-aged steak tastes so good because of the development of the glutamate on the outside of the steak. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, like, I have a hard time convincing people that when they talk about, like, why they can't eat Chinese food because of MSG, I'm like, do you know where that comes from? Because if I ask you if you eat the following foods and you tell me yes, I know that it's not a reaction to it. Mm -hmm. If you enjoy Doritos and tomatoes and Parmesan... It is not Chinese food. You're just being fucking dramatic. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Not
0: here for that drama. Uh, Pat Ormsby says, I'll always defend Space Force. (laughs) I will, too. What the fuck is Space Force? It's. uh... Oh, wait, that bullshit that Donald Trump tried to do? Right, but it's not Trump's idea. And I've... This is last time I'll go through it on this podcast. I talk Are about you it. sure? <laughs> I, I feel t- like that's a lie. I talk yeah. about it way too much already. But Space Force, it's already a thing. It already exists. The Air it's Force takes
2: care of the space. If the I'm Air Fo-
0: but they haven't been taking care of it. Like it's been their job, and we've been threatening for like over a decade to make the Space Force a separate thing. If the Air Force didn't tighten up. Their shit, and they never did, so now they're just making it a set. It's basically just moving money around. It's not, we're not actually. That's so fucking dumb. And it's too, well, no, it's not because it's what they're doing is just protecting satellites. They're protecting our assets in space. And think of all the things we use every day that run on GPS. Yeah, that's true. Like, we'd be fucked. And, and that so includes almost, almost all of our military equipment runs on GPS. Does that
2: mean we're just going to have homies, like, chilling out in space on, like, a space motorcycle, just, like, checking in on all the no, satellites? No, I think that's what
0: people thought it was going to be. Space uh, chips. Space chips. <laughs> yeah. That sounds tight. Space chips. I think if they had called it that. <sighs> People wouldn't have gotten so up Guys, in arms. Let's just make a right right? Yeah. show of it. We'll make a million dollars. And last comment, Andrew Eat Runs says, I agree, Tim Gunn should direct the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. <laughs> you know, instead of James Gunn. <laughs> Tim Gunn, the guy from Project Runway. He's going to make, make it work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> All right. We should get the fuck out of here. What do we have to plug first? Patreon.com slash pops Uh, $5 a month, you get a whole bunch of bonus episodes. We do a daily episode of Unpops that we're about to record after this. Uh, you get all kinds of shit for $5 a month. Go check it out. You cheap bastards. And, uh, there's a live Unpops last Saturday of every month at Hollywood Hotel. This month is September 29th, and I have not booked anyone or anything for it, so... Who knows who will be there? I'll probably be free if you're uh, yeah. <laughs> booking, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, probably I didn't see that coming at all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mentioned you haven't booked something in front of a room of comics. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs>
4: you <start> drooling. <laughs>
0: Um, I don't
2: have my calendar open to check.
0: (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Madison, what do you have to plug?
2: Okay. um, I have uh, two cartoons that are coming out on Comedy Central Digital uh, sometime eventually soon, I think in the next month or two. Um, If you're in Los Angeles, uh, I run a monthly show uh, at Avenue 50 Studio called Gentrification. It's a diversity showcase. If you're in San Diego, I will be in San Diego on... Um, the 13th of September, as well as on the 23rd of October, and I'll be in San Francisco on the 16th of October. These are a bunch of jumbled dates, but listen, follow me on the Instagram and on the Twitter, and also all my dates are on my website, uh, com. I also don't know why I said www. Dot, as if you didn't
0: know how websites <laughs> work. H-T-T-P. <laughs> colon slash slash, <laughs> www.the go on. Vanessa, what do you have? Wow.
1: Uh, I'm at I'm on workout room on the 14th. I'm a I'm a wiggling my way back into uh, doing shows again. I didn't get to do much for a month just cuz I had a fun writing gig that I still can't tell you about, but you will all find out about soon. Fuck, I can't wait so you can talk about it. It's so fucking
2: exciting. <laughs> it but is. yeah.
1: Uh, check out my Twitter at nesgritten and vanessagritten dot com so I can post about these dates as they come up. Uh, just because your girl is uh, rusty and uh, please, please, please join me.
2: You don't. Uh, you're not rusty.
1: I, you're uh, talented. I'm, I'm a shake. I'm a just, just shake. Just, uh, just uh, get the joints. Living. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. So. Katie, oil it up. Um, I am. Uh, I have my two drink minimum show that I do. It's hopefully gonna be monthly now, so check that out Yay. on my um, website. i have only heard amazing things about it. I'm on uh, the next one. Katability. Oh yeah, Madison's on the 17th. Uh, we also have our our um, resident bartender that we love so much. Kim Stotel from Providence coming back on the 17th. So that should be a good show. Kate ability on everything, KAT ability.
0: All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Katie, say goodbye. Bye. Vanessa, say goodbye. Say goodbye. Madison, say goodbye. Madison, say goodbye. God damn it. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you.